There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to, and I tell you all about them. Mm -hmm. It's a fun little thing. (laughs) It's a fun little thing. It's a fun little thing that we do. (laughs) We like it. (laughs) But before we get into that fun little thing that we do, did anything scary happen to us this week? Okay, I want to bring something up, which is that a few episodes ago, um, the three of us might have agreed pretty strongly that we did not want to watch Stranger Things. <laughs> all three of us were like, all three of us were like, Ugh, Stranger Things, don't make yeah. us. I just, I want to clarify that mine is mostly because I'm just completely overwhelmed mm-hmm. by TV and mm-hmm. the fact that Stranger Things has the audacity to make their episodes like fucking two and a half hours long. It's like, I'm not, Yeah, I can't. I, it's overwhelming. It's too much. It's and too you know much. that I don't like to watch anything that I haven't already seen. Fair. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you guys kind of have excuses. I genuinely don't. I don't have an excuse. And Except there for, were some, you know, your child on a busy life. Yeah, but pff, I watch so much TV. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there were a lot of like DMs and comments from people being like, why? Like being like upset. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I just have to say that. I have started watching it and I am loving it. I am really enjoying myself. It's super fun. I think the writing's great. The acting's great. I'm loving all the characters. Those kids are so brave. They're so ambitious. I <laughs> admire them <laughs> so much. You know, you, know, you know what show needs the TSDW bump? Stranger Things. Okay. Okay. You don't have to be an <laughs> asshole about it. I'm just trying to correct the record. I'm trying to correct the record here for anyone out yep. there. I just want you to know I'm watching it. I'm watching it and I'm really having a good time. And I I don't know. I mean, Sammy and Emily, you guys have or wait, Emily, you did watch it. And I'm gonna yeah, I gotta (laughs) come clean. (laughs) I gotta come clean. I have started watching it. I've started watching it. Um it's inescapable. That is also part of why I was like, I'm not gonna watch because it's like Stranger Things just like they put it out being like you're gonna watch this like it's like they <laughs> i don't like being told that i have to do it you and feel like it feels like that's their vibe mm-hmm. yes stranger things vibe is well you're all watching our show and it's like don't you don't know that but mm-hmm. they do and i am and i am not really liking it i'm not really liking Ooh. it but i am well gauntlet, gauntlet prone um i think it's um I really liked season one of Stranger Things. And then each subsequent season, I've like felt fine about highs and lows. So that's also I was like, well, I I don't want to do that again. And the episodes are too long. They're absolutely too long. I've only seen two of them. And they're uh, they're so long. They're like an hour and a half each. Oh, my God. They're so long. And 
I think it's cool. I'm I'm gonna keep watch. I'm gonna keep watching because I'm interested and in, I like want to know what the thing is. Mm. And it's not. I don't think it's very scary. Like I thought season one was very scary. Maybe mm. I'm, maybe I'm braver now. Um, I probably am. But you are it's really now. like horror e. Yeah, that's what because that's what I have been hearing is that it has more of the horror tones in this season, which that piques my interest. There are some things that are gnarly, which I'm surprised by. Yeah, it's really surprising, actually, that it's rated like TV 14, because some of the deaths are extremely gruesome and they show you everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, so anyway that. Yeah, just come. We're coming clean. <laughs> Two of the three of us have started watching Stranger Things. Uh, Sammy, I, I bet you will. will eventually. I bet you will. You will. You will. I, I really like it. And Emily, I hope you start to like it more. Maybe. I hope I do too, because you know I'll be watching it. So I would love to enjoy the way that I'm spending my time. I would love that too. <laughs> I would love. I would love that. Okay. Besides my Stranger Things stuff, what's going on with you guys? Anything scary? I. You guys already know this, but something scary did happen to me, and that is that I started getting these really disturbing targeted ads on Instagram. <gasps> oh my I god! I got them too. I've been getting them too. Yes, I, I get them. them in my um before my spider solitaire. I get those same kind of. Okay, well, Games. one of them, which I'd say is the least disturbing one that I got, starts with they're all animated phone games. And the solitaire one just starts with a close up of a woman farting in a lawn. <laughs> and then it inexplicably becomes a solitaire game, and the farting seems to have nothing to do with it. <laughs> Got you interested, so maybe that's the whole point. But it's like sinister farting. Like that's what's weird about it. They all have these like like, dark (laughs) undertones. Okay, but that one I think is the least dark. Okay, so the first one I got hate women too. Yeah. Okay, the first one I got is a woman looking at a negative pregnancy test, sobbing, and then immediately putting putting on a like a, a burglar. Cap. <laughs> cap breaking break, what do you call those little no, beanies I, I, with the eye yeah, holes? It's like a, I know what it is but I, I a burglar cap a burglar's cap a burglar's cap and she breaks into a hospital to steal a baby and then I guess the interactive part of the game is that you then she like breaks into a house to live with this stolen baby and you have to help her decorate the house <laughs> It's like boarding up the window that she broke <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> oh my god, they're so weird. It could and then, just be a decorating game, but no, you've got to know why. You have to have the backstory. The f- the names of these games were so funny too. I like think that one was called Jen's Garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm definitely feeding into the algorithm by watching these ads in their yeah. entirety with my jaw on the floor because I just can't. <laughs> look away They're increasingly upsetting then there's one where like someone's husband gets their like mistress pregnant and then she escapes with the mistress who's like nine months pregnant and it's in the <laughs> middle of the winter to an abandoned house and you have to decorate and again that house. it's decorating <laughs> decor and that is a different game that is a different game i yep. feel like a completely different company i don't know and yeah i just don't know why Instagram one day was like, you know what Sammy would like? Me too. I'm getting them as well. (laughs) 
Yeah, I you know what I did get I posted one of them as a story because I was so disturbed and I did get a lot of responses that's that were like, I've been getting this too, which made me feel better. And because I got some responses that were like, What have you been Googling? thinking that I somehow brought this upon myself. I was like, I swear to God, <laughs> none of my search terms uh, <laughs> would provide reason for why this is happening. <laughs> so now I'm now I'm each time I see one, I'm not letting it lure me in mm. with its insanity. I'm immediately saying not relevant to my interests. Mm. B- block it. Don't show me this ad anymore. So they're, they're going away now. But it was just a, a scary week for my Instagram sponsored ads. Yeah, mm. that's terrifying. If anyone has gotten those ads and actually played the game, let us know because I am a little curious. It's pretty, temp- it's pretty <laughs> tempting. It's a little tempting. <laughs> Jen's garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Emily, what about you? Um, well, I guess that I'm watching Stranger Things and I'm not enjoying it. Um, I, I will. I, the, what I was also going to say is um, I, I have been I, so I haven't watched I haven't watched Riverdale in a while. I, I hate to report. Um, it got overwhelming. It got overwhelming. There's too many episodes. There's too many episodes. And I couldn't keep up. And the answer is that, like, I could probably pick it up at any given moment. And everything that happens is always so insane that it's like, I don't need to. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Um, so I probably sh- I would like to rewatch it at some point. But anyway, I-, I don't watch the show, but I have started having Riverdale dreams again, which oh, I- is like out of nowhere. I mean, I follow them all on Instagram, so I think about them a lot. So I probably it's probably because they're still, you know, relevant in in my they exist in my brain. But sure, um, I I this happened to me when I was watching the show. This every now and again, I would have dreams. Not like I'm not in the universe of Riverdale. I am I am in the universe of the uh, I'm like friends with the cast. <laughs> oh, so you're friends with them okay. in real life? In in my dream, in real life, we're like friends, and mm-hmm. so it's KJ not. It's Archie. KJ, not Archie. It's KJ, not mm-hmm. Archie. It's Cammy, not Veronica. It's Lily, not uh, Betty. Betty. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. See, it's been too long. Been too long? Been too long. Anyway, but in so a, a thing about the dreams I'm having recently, I've had a couple dreams this week where we're like hanging out. But in the dream, I'm like aware that I am like much lower status than them like I have this like <laughs> complex in the dream of like haha we're friends don't leave me like I like I, I the dream is like also like I feel myself in the dream having social anxiety about the friendship I have dream created for myself and I just don't think I like what that says about where I'm at mentally I hate that Emily they would be so lucky yeah, to be, be friends so with you lucky. I think we would all have a good time you would you definitely would you absolutely would you're definitely way more fun than they are too probably sorry <laughs> okay well that's not a great way to start the friendship <laughs> that's true and they're listening and guys hello um so it's just yeah I just wake up going hey I would like to be more confident in my dream self you know i just it, it's just it's been i flagged it you know i've I, i've flagged that's good it. awareness yeah, it's i really like that good awareness yeah so we'll see maybe I'll, maybe tonight i'll dream and they'll be kissing my feet <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens we'll see oh what happens. man i would love to know them do you know what i mean also wouldn't it be fun they seem they seem great. They're also all like ten years younger than me. Yeah, hey, that's so fine. Young. Um, that's fine. It's just age is just a number, baby. It's just as a, number. a, a wise werewolf played by Taylor Lautner once said, mm-hmm. "Age is just a number, baby." Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, should we get into this week's movie? We Let's do should. it. 
All right. Let me tell you that this week's movie is Don't Breathe. Came out in 2016, uh, directed by Fede Alvarez, written by Fede Alvarez and Roto Sayegas, uh, starring Stephen Lang, Jane Levy, Dylan Minnette, and Daniel Zavato. And it is available to rent for $3.99. Ooh! And uh, we are joined by a guest this week. We are so thrilled um, from a little podcast called Stuff You Should Know and a little retired podcast called Movie Crush. We are so thrilled to have Chuck Bryant. Welcome. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Hi, Chuck. Hi, Chuck. We're so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I'm such a big fan and it is pure torture to have to sit there for the first six minutes of this show and not talk back to you like I do in my car. (laughs) I have I have that feeling anytime I'm not on the pod and and I listen. I listen. I'm like, wait a minute. I have thoughts. I have. Thoughts. I do the same thing. I'm like, what? Uh, 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 I can't just immediately talk to you guys. So <laughs> it's tough. It is tough. It's We're tough. sorry to put you through that. That's okay. Chuck, did anything scary happen to you this week? Uh, yeah. So we have. Uh, I live in Atlanta, and it is a a, a muggy, beastie, jungly mm-hmm. place in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And as a result, Atlanta has a lot of uh, cockroaches in the summer. Oh, oh no. no. And some of them love our house because uh, my wife is is very much intent on living a, a natural lifestyle. So she doesn't believe in like spraying uh, mm. chemicals and stuff. We have two dogs and two cats. And so mm. we don't spray anti-roach things on the outside mm-hmm. of our home. Mm-hmm. So some of them find their way into the home mm-hmm. and I was uh, in and they, you know, they come out at night as most scary things do uh, yep. when the like the lights come on. You might see one scatter or something, which is always <laughs> a little creepy. Uh, and a roach is one of the few even insects that I'll kill. There's just four insects that I'll kill. And that's one of them. <laughs> but uh, I got in the shower at night. And I no. was taking a shower. Yes, it's coming. And uh, I, I was, you know, the, the the spray is hitting my face. Everything's oh, going boy. great. And I look up just in time to see a cockroach very quickly crawl over and around the shower head and hit the spray and launch at my face and body. Oh my god, that's the worst case scenario in the shower. It's the worst case scenario. I freaked the fuck out because I didn't know where it went. And um, I'm, oh you know, god. just dancing in the shower and <laughs> oh sort no. of screaming like a young child. Uh, and it it's was frightening. Horrible. You're at your most vulnerable in that in that moment. Oh no. Yeah. There, there's no protection between oh, you so and the cockroach. I'm so happy it didn't like go yeah. in your mouth. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I had swim trunks on, of course, but uh, of course, <laughs> of course. But yeah, the mouth is the. Uh, it's like seeing one drop off the ceiling above you. It's yeah. There's like a second of sheer terror. But like, what a stupid <sighs> cockroach. That, I mean, not that they're that smart, but mm. like. You, it's a good point. What, it's a like, stupid cockroach. It went it in front of it. like shooting. Well, I, guess, I, I guess he got away with it. I didn't find this cockroach. That's the scariest thing. Oh, no. Like, so it like disappeared it right now. It was oh, too big God. to go down the drain. So I have no idea. But I, I finished very quickly and got out of there. Oh, that's oh, no. I'm horrible. so sorry. What are your guys' thoughts on on diatomaceous earth? Have you ever used that? It's a it's it's I'd say probably the least humane way of killing a bug, but it's yeah, it's, it's safe. <laughs> it's safe for the other animals. It's, it's safe cool for name. dogs and cats, but yeah. it works in this very, very 
brutal way where it gets little micro things inside of things with exoskeletons. So it works on any <gasps> like bug that has an exoskeleton and it basically like grinds them to death as they move. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Isn't that horrifying? Yeah. But it's safe for the cats and dogs. Oh so. my God. Yeah. We, I mean, it kills them from the inside out, which is kind of a fun thought with cockroaches, but uh, <laughs> that, that's such a pain in the ass, Amy. Do you have to put that everywhere? I know. I, it I'd is. almost rather just use the flip flops for a couple of months out of the year and then be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I just want to know what the other three bugs are. Oh. A mosquito better be on that list. Yeah. Mosquitoes, fleas, ticks, and cockroaches. Mm. That's a good list. I think all of which have been, uh, we've covered on stuff you should know at some point, and none of which provide a benefit to humanity. None. They don't do anything mm. good. They just spread yeah. disease, and they're nasty, and they're bad. What about a bed bug? Oh, I would kill the shit out of a bed bug if I saw one, <laughs> but I, I've luckily never been up against one. Thank God. Um, okay, speaking of killing things. <laughs> um, Chuck, tell us about your relationship to horror movies. Do you like them? Do you love them? Those are the two options. <laughs> Those are your two choices. <laughs> I, I really, really like horror movies, but I would, I'm not horror movie guy. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, yes, um, I've seen a lot of the classics and uh, but have not seen quite a few of the classics. I grew up a very sort of sheltered uh, Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. you know, before I broke free and mm-hmm. uh, much later in life or not that much later, but in like late high school, college years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so growing up, like I wasn't really allowed to see them. Mm. So I kind of missed out on, you know, all the kids getting together and watching horror movies in their early teens. Uh, But I really love them now. And I love especially sort of the direction they've gone in the last 10 years or so. I think there's been a lot of really great horror movies. Uh, And then when I had Movie Crush going, we every October, we would really dive in and just do a lot of them and a lot of horror movie specials. So I got a chance to see a bunch of Italian horror movies and all these sort of things that I had never seen before. Um, but having said all that, I'm not a horror movie dude. Like I don't, um, I, I would probably fail any horror movie quiz and don't really feel akin to horror movie aficionados. Yeah. I feel like this podcast is kind of for that type of person. I feel like we're also not, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we learn more about horror every day, but yeah. every day. We come at it from from that perspective of like, what's horror all about? Like, we like it and we want to know more. It's one of those things like there are certain interests you can have in adulthood that definitely become a persona. And Mm. and horror is one of those things. I know what you mean about being like, I enjoy it, but I'm not. That is not one of my identifiers. You know, it's like loving Disney is one of those things or like (laughs) horror or um. There's more, but you know, birding. <laughs> and birding. And those are the three. And, the, and that was the last one I was thinking about is birding. We all know birders. Uh, my wife also doesn't watch them. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm left to my own devices at home. I will say, though, I do make an effort to get to the theater for any big sort of like Ari Aster movie or mm-hmm. any of the kind of the big tent poles that I look forward to because mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy seeing an, uh, you know, horror movie in a theater full of people. Mm hmm. Do you have a favorite horror movie? Oh, boy. 
Sorry, sprung it on you. I know. Uh, I mean, I certainly love Sam Raimi and sort of the Evil Dead movies. And yep. uh, as far as sheer terror horror, I, for the first time, just a few years ago for Movie Crush, saw, finally saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, that's one of my favorites. And boy, uh, that's a movie that just does not disappoint. It was so great. So on good. On so many levels. Uh, I saw the one the other day and then listened to your episode on it. The um, What's the new porno horror movie called oh, oh, X. X. Yeah, 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 X. And I quite enjoyed that. I thought that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm, that's a fun one. Similar. Yeah, maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, that's just, or the Halloween movies, the early Halloween movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are all mm -hmm. great. It sounds like you were spared a little bit what a lot of our guests talk about, which is when they were like six or seven being like brought to the movies or accidentally like a scarring experience a movie yeah. like um, that just traumatized them and stayed with them forever and ever and ever. <laughs> and uh, sometimes those people become horror movie guy. They, they, I think that mm -hmm. that, um, mm -hmm. that situation that early on has a lasting impact in a way on a lot yeah, of people. That never really happened. Uh, Wizard of Oz scared me. I, I had nightmares <laughs> growing up scary. about the flying monkeys and yeah. just terrified me. <laughs> so that's where I was. <laughs> I can relate to that. Mine was Pinocchio. Ooh, that, that reminds uh -huh. me, Tim, my husband, he was just telling us how he was terrified to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night when he was a little kid because he saw Alice in Wonderland and he was convinced that the Queen of Hearts was going to come up through the toilet and grab him and bring him <laughs> through down. Through the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> for like, he said for like a solid decade. He was uh -huh. like convinced. <laughs> well, my daughter is scared of the bathroom because of the fucking cockroaches now. That makes oh, sense. Oh no, that yeah. was real. You know, It's a little that's... more based in reality than the Queen of Hearts coming out of the toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only slightly. <laughs> Um, and then what, what made you pick this week's movie was don't breathe. Is that a favorite of yours? Was this your first time seeing it? Well, I mean, you, uh, you guys send a list, which is very helpful, yep. but also agonizing for someone who overanalyzes decisions. <laughs> um, I, had, mm -hmm. I had a really, really hard time and you would laugh at how much time I spent pouring <laughs> over this list, narrowing it down, trying to decide which one to do. Uh, I finally picked Don't Breathe because it is one that I did see in the theater and I hadn't seen since then. So it had been a minute and uh, I thought, well, yeah, I'll see that again. And I just remember and was confirmed upon seeing it again that it was uh, not so much horror, but sort of a kind of a, a bit of a Hitchcockian cat and mouse mm -hmm. type of thriller. And I remember liking it in the theater and I really enjoyed it again. And, you know, we're recording here on Father's Day and there is an interesting... Uh, as Sammy can uh, vouch for. Yes, I was it's gonna. Sort of I was going to bring that up. It's a perf perfect Father's Day film. Oh, boy. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, when we get to that part, we'll. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll know. You'll oh, know. You'll no. know. Okay, we'll all be clear soon. Uh -huh. Oh boy! But it's a good movie. I enjoyed it, so I thought I'd see it again. One of my favorite subgenres of horror is a is a home invasion movie. So I also yeah. this was my first time seeing it. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's also like a, a tight hour and 28 minutes. You um, love that. Yes. It's great. Mm -hmm. How much do we love short movies, guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> so much. Them. We love them. I mean, this is enough. the same length of an episode of Stranger Things it season is. four. Shorter. It really is. Ay, ay. 
Um, okay, well, I have some trivia for us. The budget of this film was $9.9 9 and it made $157.8 million. Holy wow, shit. We. Huge success. I, yeah, I didn't know that it, it was such a big success, but yeah, it was. Um, it had it got an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, 71 on Metacritic, and 7.1 on IMDb. Hard to crack into the sevens on yeah. IMDb, so pretty yeah. impressive. It was number one in the box in the U.S. box office for the t- first two weeks of release and stayed in the top ten for six weeks. Wow! And Stephen Lang, who plays the the main guy in the movie, he is blind in the film, and he wore contact lenses that greatly restricted his vision. Oh. And the other actors, there's a scene that's like a night vision-y scene that they also had to wear contact lenses that made their pupils look bigger, Um, but also like made it very hard for them to see. So all the scenes in this movie where people aren't seeing, like they for real can't really see. Whoa, that's (laughs) wild. My brain immediately goes to whenever I hear about stuff like that in, in a horror movie, I'm like, that's the exact scenario. That's like that in and of itself is a plot for a horror movie. These actors filming it and, and like restricting their vision and then someone's going to come in and yeah. try to kill all them and they're not going to know what's happening and they're going to think it's part of the movie. <laughs> Seems scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and a sequel came out last year and I don't think it did very well. I did not see it. Uh, the budget for that was 15 million and it made 47.3 million. So not as big mm. of a success, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, I think it lacked that, that word of mouth, like, oh, this movie's so great. And COVID too has messed with all of those movies. Yes. That's, that is another factor. That is true. I do want to see that now though. Cause I'm, yeah, I don't even know what the plot is, Sammy. I don't know if you do, but Mm-mm. I mean, surely this guy doesn't get home invaded again, does he? That'd be quite a coincidence. That, uh, yeah, that would <laughs> it be, would be quite a coincidence. Seems like maybe that is probably what could have happened. And people are I, like, really? Yeah, I feel like it <laughs> kind of ha- in a way has to be that. But then it also is like, yeah, pretty crazy. But yeah, I'm curious. The only way that works is if right after it happens, uh, he's called the blind man in the movie. If he just looks right at the lens and goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Not <laughs> I gotta move. <laughs> um, okay, that's all I got. So should we watch this trailer? Yes. Ah, let's watch it. I'm scared. Your lips look sore. That's how you're making your cash out there? <laughs> what do you say you and I move away from mom together? It's a promise. You're leaving? Yeah, as soon as I have the money. When are you coming back? Never. Yo, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's her guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Money's probably in there. Who's there? Stay right there. How many of you are there? <laughs> Just be mad, all right? Just let me go, please.
scary like i cannot believe how scary this movie looks (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean the use of silence in horror movies like that's why i feel like a quiet place is also one of the like more stressful movies to watch and Mm -hmm. in this as well where it's just like there's so many scenes that the whole point is you have to be completely silent and it's so tense and stressful. Oh and yeah, it was very, very effective. Must have been a very fun one to see in theaters because that yeah. when you yeah. can feel the whole room and it's quiet and then something happens. And it, it, yeah, oh, man. And, you know, sometimes in the theater, you can get a nice uh, public moment of tension breaking. Mm. Uh, I remember when I saw and it's, especially if you go see movies in New York City, which is the most fun, the most fun crowd. I saw The Witch in New York. Ooh. And, uh, have you all covered that yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode two. It's it was early on. Yeah. OK, I'll have to listen to that one. The the one scene where the the crow is uh, basically breastfeeding. Oh, uh, I was yes. in New York when I saw that and it was yes. so quiet. And this this young lady up on, on like the second row uh, just very loudly went. That is so fucked up. <laughs> And everybody died laughing. And it was just like, we all needed her to say that in that moment. And like, I, I wanted to give her a hug. Yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, and this is kind of one of those movies where it's so quiet in the theater. I'm really glad I, I saw it that way. Wow. I'm so excited to get into this because I, I for whatever, maybe it's just because it was really popular when it, it came out. I like knew the premise of a blind guy home invasion and that he was probably going to like fuck them up. But I didn't. I, it seems like. There's more to this story. And I <laughs> did not see that coming. And I'm excited to find out what that means. Those big pupils, too, is cool. Yeah, I could see creepy. that in the trailer. The, yeah, it was like, ooh, freaky. What's that guy from? The young, he, I, I, he looks so familiar to me. He was, that's Dylan Minnette. He's in this, the most recent Scream. Thank you. That's right. what it is. He's also from 13 Reasons Why, right? That oh, show yes. on Netflix that was oh, very yes. popular. I did yep. not see that, but I, I, yes, he is familiar from. He broods very well. Mm-hmm. He's a good brooder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He has that oh like sort God. of furrowed brow, yeah, constant Constantly. situation. <laughs> I'm like really scared and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. 
So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm excited. I'm pumped. All right. Are you ready? Ready? (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. So the movie starts out with this uh, high up drone shot of a neighborhood, sort of an abandoned neighborhood street. And uh, as it gets a little lower, you realize that you see this a lone guy walking down the street, dragging this blonde young woman by her hair, basically down the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it just kind of cuts and there's obviously no explanation what's coming. Uh, And then the next thing you see are our three, our cat burglar crew, who, Mm -hmm. by the way, the name I think you were looking for, Sammy, is Ski Mask. Oh, Oh, Ski Mask, Burglar Hat. (laughs) A burglar, hat, burglar, burglar cat, burglar cat, or be- beanie with the little holes for eyes. I think he's right at one point. A proper cap that goes all the way over your face. I went, right. descri- I went descriptive. Yep. Uh, they're not wearing their their burglar caps, uh, but they are a cat burglar crew. Uh, it is Rocky, Alex, and Money. Um, Rocky, uh, who is that woman who plays her? Uh, Jane Levy. Jane Levy. What's she been in? Uh, she was in the other Fede Alvarez movie, the Evil Dead remake, oh, and then okay. she's Which in that see. she's in that one um, like network TV show where they sing Jane something Glee Jane the Virgin. No, that's a different show where they <laughs> sing. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, so I shouldn't have brought it. Is it <laughs> oh, is that is that some playlist? Somebody's oh yes, her, the, is the it playlist? Her? Yes, I don't know what that is. And, and again, it's like the ski mask all over again. We're just giving you some little details about what <laughs> she's in. We won't tell you the actual <laughs> little <laughs> nuggets. Little nuggets figured out. Uh, her name is Rocky, though, and she's really great. Has a very expressive face, mm-hmm. uh, which is key for this movie. Um, Dylan Minnett, like you mentioned, is Alex. And then a dude that I wasn't too familiar with, although he looked familiar, named Daniel Zavato as Money. He was in Station Eleven most recently. I really liked him in that. Oh, that's exactly what he's in. Yep. God, I love that show. I love that show. It was great. Not scary. I hope y'all saw it. It was so good. My favorite show. Not yeah, scary. I thought it was going to be no. scary. I mean, not scary, scary. It was not good. scary, scary. A lot of human but, human emotions, but not yeah. too scary. Ooh. Which can be scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. So you see them and they have just broken into and I say broken into, uh, but they had the keys and knew the alarm code to this very swanky high end place. Uh, as they break in, you can tell there's friction right out of the gate because 
Um, Alex lays down the rules that you can tell are sort of the usual rules they play by. Don't steal any cash. Don't take we don't take more than ten thousand dollars worth of stuff uh, to which money replies. Yeah, whatever. Judge Judy, which is (laughs) (laughs) it's a recurring theme that will happen in this movie. That's a little weird, like he's in law school or something, but I don't think he is. (laughs) (laughs) Judge Judy. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's very strange. So those are the rules. Uh, they set about robbing the place, laptops, jewelry, all, all that kind of stuff. Rocky is uh, trying on some awesome clothes. Uh, there's a very unnecessary uh, shot where uh, Money's thing is that he masturbates in the house and uh, it shows him just sort of spraying a very, to my eye, large <laughs> amount of semen all over the living room floor for Jesus. some reason. Gross. Didn't need to be in just, there. Just setting his setting his vibe, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I guess it does say a lot about a character, but yeah. I didn't need that. Um, uh, they finish up and then they throw, as they leave, they throw a rock back through the, uh, the front glass door in order to set the alarm off. Uh, and then when they're, this sort of a key moment happens that just put a pin in when they're riding in the car on the way home, a ladybug is uh, on Rocky's hand. And there's a very clear shot of this ladybug who takes wing and flies out the window. Mm. So that'll come back. Mm. There's a ladybug theme. Mm-hmm. You guys. Okay. Okay. Special. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so then we pick up with them. They're all in Money's uh, jacked up old Camaro and they're smoking a joint. And this is when we get a lot of exposition, just sort of learning about who these characters are. Uh, and we learn that Rocky is going to leave Detroit as soon as possible to go to California with money. And you kind of feel like they're together at this point, but I don't think it's confirmed quite yet. Uh, And then uh, Alex says that he can't go uh, because his dad is in Detroit. It's setting it up almost like he's taking care of him or something, but I don't don't think that's the case. So I'm not sure why he can't leave dad. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a little weird. Mm. Nice Father's Day movie. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So far, so good. Just wait. Uh, (laughs) Then Alex goes home. Uh, his dad isn't there, so he goes in his dad's office and grabs the hide key and unlocks his drawer and places uh, what were the keys to the place that they just broke into on this little key rack in his drawer. And it shows a picture of his dad who looks like he's a cop or something, but later on we learn is a, a security guy. So he has keys to all these places, and that's mm. how they rob all these places. Mm. They just walk in. That helps. Uh, Then we go to a warehouse where Money is meeting up with the guy. I guess he's sort of the the gang boss that sells the stuff. Some underground pawn shop type thing. Yeah, I'm not sure why they even needed this guy, but I guess he moves the stuff and takes a 40 percent cut. Uh, He's he's kind of Russian or some sort of Eastern European, Mm -hmm. which is a little tropey. There's a lot of fun tropes in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and says, if you want to, if you want money, steal money. <laughs> Good point. Because he's complaining. Money is complaining about the lack of, you know, the 60% is not cutting up three ways like he likes. Yep. Uh, so he gives him a tip. And then, and I want Sammy's take on this. Then we uh, go to a restaurant or cafeteria uh, with our three cat burglars where he's going to tell them about this tip. But there's not another human in this place. Oh, it's just empty. And I couldn't figure it out. They have food, but there's not a diner. It's, it's It looks like an right. Ikea almost dining yeah, yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but there's nobody there. There's nobody working oh, there. Oh, I didn't even like really notice. But now that you say, yeah, it's just, what the hell is that place? Where yeah, they didn't. They where forgot they? to put extras in the budget. <laughs> for that That's day. Yeah. totally what it seems like. His production screwed up, and <laughs> Fetty Alvarez, I guess, is like, like fuck, <laughs> nobody's here today. But we got to uh, get, we got to uh, get the scene. Uh, no, it's an empty. It's an empty place. Yeah. It's supposed to be empty. <laughs> I guess, I mean, that's better than having like, you know, the grips and electrics sitting around mm-hmm. who are like clearly grips and electrics. Like rolls of duct tape on their belts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised they even did shots where you could like tell. You'd think they'd just do like close up shots. So you like oh, don't big notice. Big wide shots of a huge empty dining room. <laughs> weird. Very weird. Weird. That's so funny. That is Well, it is a, a little uns- unsettling, you know, I feel like it throws yeah, you off. Maybe it was intentional. Maybe it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> we'll just say that. Uh, so anyway, that's a little side note. So money tells them about this tip, which is there's a guy who lives in a house by himself. He's a loner. He's an army veteran. And this is where we learn that uh, Alex's dad has a security company. Um, But the guy has no family. Uh, The house is a dump in an abandoned part of Detroit, uh, which is really smart. I think kind of a smart way to set this whole movie up as far as you know when you're making a movie in one location with a minimal cast it's mm-hmm. and detroit is or at least was abandoned in many places so it's kind of a smart setup i think yeah uh but we learn here that he had a daughter who was killed in a car crash by a preppy girl and got uh what money says is a big cash sediment um alex <laughs> corrects him and says settlement and money says blow me your honor so <gasps> Again, with the judge jokes. Very strange. Very weird oh, man. thing to include. I have no idea why that. Yeah, you're, there's no mention of any law school, nope. nothing like that. That would have totally made sense if Alex was like a budding law student. Right. Uh-huh. Maybe that was cut out or something. Maybe. He yeah. says it so many times. Like, it's very, very weird. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but supposedly there's $300,000 in cash there from this cash sediment. <laughs> and uh, Alex is immediately nervous and we get the explanation on the 10 grand thing. He says anything over $10,000 is major larceny. Um, but Rocky's like, we're not going to get caught. She needs to get to California. And so you have your other trope, which is like one last job. Yeah. Uh, and yep. then, then we're out kind of thing. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Um, so Alex leaves, says he's not going to do it. Then he goes home. Does a little Googling. He reads up on the story of this guy, uh, confirms he got a six-figure settlement. And he he not they not only show the headline that says six-figure settlement, he reads it out loud and then <laughs> shuts his computer and then says to himself again, six-figure settlement. <laughs> Just so we really know. We get it. <laughs> we know, we know. There's a lot of money in this house. We've heard it five times now, I think. Uh, and he gazes into the middle distance, and you can tell he's in at that point. Uh, we move over to Rocky's house, and this is where we get her very sad uh, kind of backstory. Um, she is in a, a sad situation in a sort of trashy house with a trashy mom with a Nazi boyfriend with swastika tattoos and Ooh. like half consumed 40 ounces on the table. Yep. And there's a little sister there. It's a cute little girl named Diddy. Uh, and it becomes clear that Rocky is trying to provide an escape for herself and Diddy. Uh, and the mom looks over at one point and says, Hey, I know you got money and, and your lips look sore. So uh, I know this is how you've been making your money and does the, 
the hand in the mouth blowjob Jesus. sort of thing. Oh, gross. Gross. So that's mom. Oh, sounds lovely. And that's why this is a Father's Day film. Not a Mother's Day <laughs> film. Not a Mother's Day film. Not a Mother's Day film. <laughs> it's all a little over the top, uh, you know, complete with like the Nazi boyfriend. But, you know. Yeah, sure. We have to make it a very bad scene. So I get it. Uh, Rocky gets a text uh, that the job is on and she goes over and tells Diddy kind of very quietly, like, we're going to California, little sis. Mm. Like, don't don't you worry. Uh, all right, so now we finally go to the uh, the neighborhood. It is indeed abandoned. We see some creepy shots of it all sort of overgrown with grass and all these empty boarded up houses. And they are kind of across the street hiding and checking things out. It's mainly money checking things out. And Alex and Rocky are in the car. And we get the story that Rocky's father had left, which started her mom drinking. And when Rocky cried a lot, her mom would lock her in the trunk of the car for hours at a time. Jesus. Right. You're a mom. You understand this. Yeah, this is, this is, you know, I've only done that once or twice with Silas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a kid to understand, you know, it's not something you're supposed to do. It's not normal. Oh, that's so sad. That is tragic. That is really, really sad. It is. And that, that kind of sets something up a little bit for later on, too. Is she going to be good, really good at hiding in small, dark spaces? Uh, I would say she's medium okay at it Tammy. <laughs> yeah, medium okay <laughs> uh, but there is a trunk that figures later on so it, i mm -hmm. mean it's a smart script i think there's i think so yeah it's like very yeah it's setting things up what's this word i feel like henley and i i, I couldn't remember it last time economic mask efficient tight yeah. again less mm -hmm. than 90 minutes everything mm -hmm. little every little thing counts yeah make everything yeah, count baby totally. Um, but it also has its fair share of kind of on the nose tropes, which is always, yep. I think, kind of fun in horror movies. Mm -hmm. So uh, he, Alex is talking to her. She reveals that she has a brand new black and white ladybug tattoo on her wrist. Ooh. And uh, we learn um, that when she was hiding in the or not hiding, when she was forcibly <laughs> locked in this trunk, <laughs> when she was a kid, there was a little bitty hole and a ladybug friend would come and visit her. Oh. And so she has a connection to ladybugs. God damn it. They're really like twisting the knife with the emotions in here yeah. too, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm. Uh, and she says that when she gets to California, she will color it in. And in a very dramatic quote that I really am not sure I even understand why, says, and that will be the last time that I mark my body. It is so like, <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> she has all kinds of tattoos. Like, all right, I guess you're done after this one. Yeah, okay. It, it, like they didn't really need this extra bit of motivation for her after we saw her home life, but mm, they did yeah. it anyway. Uh, so Alex reveals if they pull the job off that he's going to be going to California with them. Uh, money comes back at this point, confirms that the, there's no one in the neighborhood and the guy hasn't left his house in five days. And he said, we should just do it with him in the house uh, mm. because I can bring my chloro bomb uh, right after he says that a huge rottweiler that <laughs> plays a comically big role in this movie mm -hmm. like almost cujo size role in this movie <laughs> there's a, a great jump scare there where this rottweiler attacks the car uh, then we hear someone whistle for a dog and we see as he's known in imdb the blind guy or the blind man mm -hmm. aka the dude from avatar walking with a <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. a seeing eye cane and then they all realize that he's blind and alex I think says something like, I guess he said in the trailer that it's pretty fucked up to rob a blind guy. Don't you mm -hmm. think? And he does not get that returned. They all think it's fine. 
I would be if I were them and probably it sounds like they should be concerned that this man has a massive violent dog. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> thing to recognize. <laughs> yeah, so they decide to proceed anyway. Of course. Uh they wait for night to come which um in retrospect was a, a big mistake because yeah. he's blind. <laughs> yeah, what the really hell? no reason to. <laughs> and they so even later funny. on money turns the lights on at one point and says Hey, what does it matter? The guy's blind. I was like, well, then why do you, didn't you do this during the day? <laughs> That's really funny. When there's no chance of being locked in the dark. Damn. Uh, but they wait till night. Uh, Money says the lights are out. He must be asleep. Alex says that doesn't mean anything. The guy's blind. He keeps the lights out, which is a good point. And yep. uh, they all say, but it's 2 a.m. Uh, he's got to be asleep. Let's go take care of the dog first, uh, which they do by feeding the dog doggy treats. Laced with something to knock it out. Mm. And it works. Okay. For a while. <laughs> For now. For now. Uh, I mean, you know this dog's going to come back. I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, so they feed the dog the treats. It's out. Uh, it turns out the guy has four locks on his front door. And they only have the one key. Uh, and so they reckon that he's just paranoid because he's got all this money. So they say, let's just go in the side door. Alex uses the uh, a key to the side door, but it doesn't work there either. Uh, and then Money notices one of those, I guess, cellar doors, one of those sort mm -hmm. of hatch doors mm -hmm. leading down to the basement cellar. Uh, but mm -hmm. that is locked from the inside. So it uh, feels like they can kind of reach in and tell that it's just like bolted shut. Uh, then Rocky spots a window from the, on the second floor, uh, the only one that doesn't have bars, and she volunteers to get hoisted up and go in that way. They're getting a lot of signs to not go in it. this house. Yeah. <laughs> They're throwing lots caution bars, to the wind. Huh, bars on the windows, <laughs> multiple locks, big scary dog. Hmm. Yeah. They should not be doing this. So she has to break the glass to open the window. And uh, the alarm uh, going off or not going off um, plays a very significant role kind of throughout this movie uh, because she has 30 seconds to get in and get the alarm off. Uh, so you have a nice little ticking clock mechanism. That happens. Uh, and in a very nice sort of clever Hitchcockian way, she steps on a piece of broken glass with her shoe and it gets stuck in her shoe. So her first like five or six steps is making this sort of click sound on the floor. Oh. Uh, and she realizes that's probably not a good idea. Uh, even though they haven't talked about it, I think they all kind of figure this guy has super hearing mm -hmm. uh, because that is something that can happen when you mm -hmm. lose your sight as your other senses, I think, can, can ratchet up. Right. Uh, so she's smart enough to remove that glass, uh, but we've now sort of really established that not making any noise is going to be a real key here uh, to this job going off. Uh, she does turn off the alarm uh, with the remote fob, but you have to be within, you know, 10 feet of it or something, which is also going to come back in order for that thing to work. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's in there alone. She walks by a mantle with uh, clearly some frame pictures of his daughter um, one of which is upside down, like a like a studio portrait that's upside down, which is kind of unsettling and creepy. But then you realize this guy's blind, so then it's kind of sad. Right. Aww, that like yeah. he doesn't know that this picture's upside down. Yeah. Aww. How did you feel about that, Sammy? I didn't think about it until right now. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel sad. Yeah, I thought it was just like meant to be a little creepy, and then I was I yeah. Duh, he's blind, it doesn't know, and that's, yep. Uh, yeah, we notice the upside-down picture. 
and uh, she just kind of moves through the house and Money and Alex are waiting outside and we get a little bit more personal detail. Uh, we, we for sure know that Money and Alex, I'm sorry, Money and Rocky are together because he says, that's my bitch in there. <laughs> um, and so now that's confirmed. And Alex accuses Money basically not caring about Rocky. And you can tell that like Alex probably has a crush on her or something mm. because Money very angrily replies, be a good friend and stay in the friend zone. I'm <laughs> loving his character so far. Incredible. Uh, they all take their shoes off when they first get in and leave them on the kitchen floor by the door, as you do. And we probably know that that's going to lead to some like glass and feet mm. cutting on the floor, but it never really does. I was waiting for that the whole movie. Yep. Didn't happen. We go by a room. They're kind of just walking around at this point, which allows the viewer, I think, to sort of get oriented a little bit, uh, even though it's uh, kind of an old Victorian-y, craftsman-y two-story. So there's um, there's no open floor plans. Like, there's just lots of hallways and rooms uh, like any good horror movie should have. Yep. Uh, but they do show a pretty obvious shot of a s skylights in the kitchen uh, and then another obvious setup shot of a... Uh, laundry room that has a on the wall sort of the pegboard where you a tool uh, hang rack. <laughs> yeah tools so that you see lots of sharp things and hammers and hatchets and uh -oh. you know that's you know that's coming into play at some point mm -hmm. oh no mm -hmm. uh this is when money turns on the lights because who cares right so the lights are on but it's not you know it's a creepy old house so they it's not super well lit still uh and they're canvassing the house uh, we do notice another obvious shot of a bell, like a little ringy bell above a door that is clearly attached to like a wire, but there's mm -hmm. no explanation of what that's all about either. There is a door with a big padlock on it. Uh, they are on the main floor. There's not much of interest down there. So money goes upstairs by himself and fully just walks into a bedroom that has a television on, uh, which is a VHS playing of. Um, from years ago of a young girl talking to mommy, which is oh. obviously the daughter oh, who has been hit and killed. Mm -hmm. We see the guy asleep in the bed. Money opens the door and it basically just steps in anyway. So he's in there in the room with this guy asleep. And this is where he rigs his chlorobomb, which is a, a bottle of water that he uh, pours some powder into. It starts fizzing. He puts the cap on. And you can tell it's getting kind of smoky in there. And he pokes a hole in it and puts his finger over it. And as soon as he jabs the pin through, uh, the camera reveals that this dude is fully fucking sitting up in bed now and staring at the guy. Uh, money freezes. The guy just sort of sits there for a minute. And there are quite a few shots like this where he just sort of stops and is listening and even at one point kind of smelling the air. And, uh, you know, all these heightened senses and in the movie theater, it's like totally quiet, you know, and people have yep. their hands over their mouths. So they're trying not to breathe, obviously. Mm. Uh, so it's really kind of some fun Hitchcockian stuff. Yeah. Uh, so money freezes. The guy just sits there for a moment doing this. Money manages to not make any noise. And the guy turns off the television and lays back down. Uh, money very gently sets the bottle down, takes his finger off the cap and the room uh, just starts filling with this smoke. Uh, and he backs out and shuts the door. So money comes downstairs, starts making uh, a 
comical amount of noise it's ridiculous all of a sudden. how loud he gets it's like okay let's maybe give it a couple minutes yeah. <laughs> something he's immediately but, like yeah. he's out now like we're all yeah. good it's like, oh my jesus God. christ it's like he was trying to be louder than usual yeah. even yeah it was very strange i mean he's a very confident guy that's money's yeah. vibe yeah yeah, his name is Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've already seen him masturbate on a on a floor. Mm-hmm. So yes, this is Money. This is what Money does. This is yeah this in is character money. for him. Yep. Yeah, yep. totally in character. Everything tracks. Uh, so they go back to the door that's padlocked, and Money uses a crowbar to open it, which makes a lot of noise. He can't get it open. He says he has something for the job. Pulls out a gun. Everyone is very freaked out because they don't use guns, mm-hmm. uh, especially Alex. AKA Judge Judy points yeah, out. Yeah, Judge Judy is thinking about the potential exactly. legal implications. The legal implications of this. Now we have a weapon. Yeah, he says having a gun means that this guy is, has the legal right to kill us now, uh, which I think in most states you kind of can anyway if someone is home invading you. Uh, Probably. Gun right. or no gun. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the laws like Alex does, but. <laughs> gotta go to law school. We, we all gotta go to law school. Just like Alex. Definitely a law student. <laughs> Uh, so he tries to get Rocky to leave with him. He's like, I'm out of here. Basically, she refuses because she needs that money. And then money, uh, the dude, not the financial (laughs) concept, um, money shoots the lock. Uh, and now the door is open. They very slowly open the door and then they turn around and the guy is right there again. Like this dude is so ninja like and so quiet. Like there's so many times where all of a sudden he's just standing right next to them. Mm-hmm. So Ninja Man is literally five feet from them. It's not like he's 15 feet down the hall. He's like standing right like next right to right him. Like right next to him. Oh my God. Uh, and Money, at this point, like Money realizes that he knows that they've been sort of had. I, I don't think I mentioned, I mentioned that Alex actually did leave. Yeah, Alex leaves. Oh, okay. Oh, he's okay. like on his way out. This happens yeah. like quick in quick order of events okay. here. He's like, Alex leaves and then immediately the uh, blind man is there yeah exactly thank you for that um so it's just um, money and rocky and this guy money finally starts talking and says just chill out man uh i mean it's kind of quick thinking he said i was wasted and wandered into the house and i'm sorry can i just leave can i just leave and you think for a second that this might work and then blind man steps on the broken lock on the floor with his bare feet and like kind of you know his little toe fingers can tell what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the jig is up at this point. Uh, Money points the gun at him and says not to move. And then uh, cocks a gun, which is a very tropey movie thing because you don't recock a gun like this. Like once you've cocked it, you just shoot a lot of bullets. So I don't even know if you can recock uh. a gun like this. That's sort of beside the point. It's just sort of interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just kind of a little movie trope. Well, and it's helpful here because it like lets the blind man know that this is a gun. Yes, exactly. So we need that little noise. Uh, And I should point out, too, that, you know, who's the guy that plays him? Uh, The blind man? Stephen Lang? Stephen Lang, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know how this guy looks. He's like cut out of steel. Yes. Yes. just very muscular and he's scary like all looking. muscle. A, a very intimidating physical physical presence. Yeah. Yeah. And he's wearing, you know, the, the tight white undershirt tank top. And mm-hmm. uh, I think money and everyone knows like this guy is much stronger than we are. Uh, but we have a gun. So uh, so the guy is it's very creepy. You know, he's got a gun on him, but he keeps just walking very slowly toward money, even though there's a gun in his face. And he knows because he's heard it. 
And uh, he just keeps saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, as he's getting closer and closer. And Money's kind of backing up with the gun and he fires a warning shot. Uh, but the guy keeps coming and gets so close that he just grabs the gun from him or grabs his you know, wrist and puts him against the wall and proceeds to to try and choke him out. Wait, was the bl- was the blind man saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, which okay. is kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's really creepy. Okay. Kind of like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to kill you. I yeah, think like, I'm sorry, it. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. And he does actually like look a little sorry. <laughs> well, I, I think he is. I mean, yeah. I will say this, like from everything we learn in the movie, he's a very complex um like we don't know who we're supposed to be rooting for at this point. Like, well, that's the thing. Like the whole moral it, setup it flips. is like yeah. they're robbing a blind guy that got money from his daughter dying, which is right. like a army horrifying. veteran. Yeah, a veteran, and like as far as they know, like he's done nothing wrong. <laughs> right, and the that's audience nice. should be thinking these people are pieces of shit. Right, yeah. for doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But this flips back and forth. I mean, that's kind of the one thing I liked about the movie is. There are a lot of sort of ethical and moral flip-flops yep. on who you think you should be rooting for. Yep. Mm. So um, the whole time they're struggling, uh, Money is still, you know, he's getting choked out saying, I'm going to fucking kill you, man. I'm going to kill you. When, in fact, Money is in really bad shape at this point and mm-hmm. clearly outmatched. Uh, and then he flips and starts begging for his life. The guy says, how many other people are here? And he says, it's just me. It's just me. Uh, the guy releases his grip and you feel like he might actually be letting money go. And there's a little pause in the tension. And then he just shoots him through the back of the head, basically. <gasps> shoots oh, money. he's dead. Shit. Whoa. So Ooh. he's dead. So he's dead. Wow. Money. R.I.P. And Rocky has to like react to this silently. She's oh. right next to it and cannot make a sound. But he doesn't know she's there. No. Exactly. Right. So she's just seeing her boyfriend get killed and having to just not let a peep out. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. Which again, Jane Levy, she's great. These facial expressions. And Alex is gone. Alex hears the gunshot and turn, okay. turns back around. Yeah. Rocky has her boyfriend dead at her feet. And the dude is still standing right there. And she very slowly backs out of the room and hides in a closet. Uh, the blind man starts freaking out and punching holes in the wall. Clearly upset. This is when Alex comes back in. And in that great shot from the trailer, this is when Alex kind of rounds the corner and the guy is like coming down the hall right at him. And <sighs> Alex just kind of skinnies up against the wall and he walks right by him. Um, ooh, I just got chills on that one. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Alex sees uh, money is dead on the floor. And for some reason, he walks back toward the guy uh, who is now like padlocking the kitchen from the inside. So he's essentially, I think, suspicious that there are other people there and he is locking everyone in. Oh, God. Um, Alex slips into a bathroom uh, and hides down by the sink. Uh, The guy comes in right behind him and they're both in there together again. The guy has a big board, plywood board that he's uh, nailing up over the windows. And uh, in the meantime, Rocky is in this closet on her cell phone and texts Alex. He shot money. He texts her back says, where are you? She says, I'm in the closet. And she tries to sneak out, but the guy quickly appears and comes in the closet with her, uh, where he reveals a safe hidden behind a false door. Uh, And she sees him enter the combination and like there's cash in there. So she now knows the combo and where the money is. Okay. Um, So Alex sneaks out of the bathroom where he was hiding into 
the closet with uh, Rocky and they're very quietly talking. And he basically says, hey, we just need to call the cops and come clean at this point. We'll probably be OK and not get too in trouble or whatever. Uh, after all, we're like, you know, white kids in Detroit, like what's going to happen to us? <laughs> I think that's kind of the subtext. Yeah. Uh, but she says, no, like I've seen the money in the safe. Uh, she gets up and opens it and empties the cash in a little backpack. And it's a lot more than 300 grand. According to Alex, he says it's, it's about a million bucks. Wowie. Still probably not worth it for whatever the hell is about to happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a million dollars that'll last you a little while, but. In this economy? Mm-hmm. In, In California? This economy. <laughs> so um, Alex says the only way out is through that storm cellar that was locked from the inside. So now you know that they have to go into the cellar, into the basement. Uh-oh. Uh, Rocky moves uh, toward the basement door. Right as she gets there, the dude barges out of the basement again. Uh, and she's standing right there next to him as he's cleaning up Money's body. Uh, and Alex is in there too now. Uh, Alex starts slowly backing out and you get the creaky floorboard. Oh, boy. Uh, You knew that was coming. And everything goes super quiet again. And the dude drops money and starts just sort of pointing the gun like right past them as they're in the room standing there silently. You really do hold your breath, too. It's a good oh, yeah. good title for this film. <laughs> so yeah, I really was like <laughs> catching myself. <gasps> yeah, like not breathing. Yeah, like, <laughs> they can't know I'm watching. <laughs> Don't want to give away my position. Uh, yeah, well, that's what he's doing. He's listening for some direction to shoot at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you hear the money cell phone ring and buzz. He instinctively shoots down at it uh, and goes over and picks up the cell phone right in front of Rocky and Alex. And then just goes about his business, dragging Money's body down the hallway uh, in what we will later learn is the uh, that little rec room with all the hammers and stuff. The laundry room. Yep. So this is their chance to go into the basement, uh, which they do. Uh, they open the door, though, and instead of stairs, it's just a void with a ladder on the wall. Oh, that's a bad sign. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> I don't like it. Didn't think a basement could get worse, but. That makes it worse. This one's a pretty bad one. That ma- that makes it worse, yeah. This sounds more <laughs> like you don't want something to get out than you're trying to get in. Ah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> so they make their way through the basement, which is just a maze of uh, like really tall shelving everywhere. So there's lots of just little, you know, fake hallways that they have to wind around. Then Alex finds the power box, the breaker box. And turns the lever on and we get some sort of minimal uh, but creepy fluorescent buzzing lights mm. on the scariest of all lights. Henley loves a fluorescent light. Yeah. <laughs> haunts me, haunts me. <laughs> it's super creepy. Made my nightmares. So meanwhile, the dude is in the rec room. Uh, he gets out a drill. He's doing something with a drill. Uh, I guess he's trying to fix the lock for the basement or something. And then he goes out. And starts sniffing like a dog in the air in the kitchen and has and smells his nose leads him to their shoes on the ground. So he feels oh. three pairs of shoes. Oh, oh, shit. No. It's very clever the way they sort of uh, parse this stuff out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We knew those shoes were going to come back, but didn't you expect it to be that that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally thought it was a diehard, you know. Walking on glass. Yeah. 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 So he immediately goes to the safe, uh, opens it, finds that it's empty now and proceeds to freak the fuck out 
uh, and you know that like shit is getting real. He knows there's two people in there and that they You're have his money. his money. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Fuck. So <laughs> we go back to the fuck, fuck, fuck indeed. Uh, so we go back to the basement. Uh, they're walking around looking for the storm door. And uh, this is where we get the big sort of reveal of the movie. Um, she's shining her cell phone light around. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this fucking young woman lunges for her, shackled to this oh, sort no. of harness system that is attached to a wire up through the ceiling that, rings that the is bell. attached to the fucking bell. No! <laughs> no! Nailed it, Emily. <laughs> oh, fuck. And you see that she's in like her, the room she's in is basically makeshift soundproofed. Like the walls are lined with couch <gasps> cushions and pillows and shit. Like yeah. thick oh, pillow. My. It's so creepy. Uh, and there's a lot of like house plants and it's clear that like this is her home uh, and he has tried to make it like a little bit nice, nice for her. <laughs> yeah. I Ew, guess so. Because there's lots of plants everywhere. It is so creepy though. And she can like move around. But she's, she's basically shackled. on a leash. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, the harness is attached to the c- ceiling. And so she has like a radius that she can move around in this padded room with her plants. Mm-hmm. And that's. I hate right? this. <laughs> God plants. damn it. <laughs> Could the plants be there to like give her oxygen? I mean, maybe as little makeshift so. air purifiers. <laughs> I'm like, what is she? Is this the girl that killed his daughter? Uh, or is oh, it his daughter? Or is it his daughter? <laughs> I have to say, y'all are good. You've seen enough of these now. <laughs> <laughs> or you've not seen enough of these now. <laughs> yeah, together. We've, we've uh, learned of enough mm. of them. Right. You, you've had enough horror movies described to you over yes, the time. Yes, exactly. Also, you guys did say it was a Father's Day film, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, right. do you just wait? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So that rings the bell, of course. Which uh, all of a sudden he's just sort of up there, sitting in his chair, gathering his thoughts, and uh, now he knows that they know his uh, dirty little secret in the basement. And the camera pulls back to reveal again that she's in this room. Uh, her mouth is in this. It's not a ball gag, but it's a mask that's, you know, oh, lashed Jesus. up behind her like a ball oh, gag. Right. That's awful. Uh, and it's, you know, Rocky and Alex are appropriately fucked up and weirded out by this. Terrified. Uh, and Alex is like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Alex constantly with the right ideas. Yeah. I've, Judge Judy. Yeah. He's very consistently saying the right. Like, this is what needs uh-huh. to happen if we want to survive. And Rocky's like. Well, no. <laughs> what if we, yeah. what if we don't do that? <laughs> Why would they not be trying to get the fuck out? Well, of I it? mean, in this in this case, it's a li- it's noble. It's a noble reason she wants to get the girl free. She She's like, we can't her. leave her okay. here. Okay, you could leave yeah. her and call the. That's fucking what Alex cops. says. Like, we need to go now, and we can call the cops, which I I think is the correct move. Uh, it's the same reason that Bruce Willis goes back to the basement in Pulp Fiction. Instead of just leaving. Right. Right. Is uh, he knows that there's something fucked up going on with someone else and he can't just leave them there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So the, the the girl is she can still sort of talk through that thing. She's saying like, please help me. Please help me. Jesus. Oh, yeah. OK. That'd be hard to walk away from. And she's holding something up and saying, uh, look at this. Look at this. And it's a newspaper clipping that says the girl who killed the daughter in the car wreck was found innocent of manslaughter. 
And so, yes, Emily, this is who that is. It's the girl who killed the daughter. That's right. And she was found innocent. She was let go. And now she is in this guy's basement as a captive. I don't think that she's necessarily innocent. I'm pretty sure she did kill the daughter, right? Like on accident. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I think she's like from a rich family and they just they just made it kind of go away with just paying it, paying him off. Exactly. And that was that was clearly not enough for this guy. Correct. So now, like, as far as ethically and morally, like, we definitely know as an audience, like, who we should be rooting for. So that kind of gets neatly cleared up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, lose our sympathies for the blind man here. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Gone. Completely gone. And But you also still, though, like, it doesn't make it right, but you do kind of understand that this guy's daughter was killed by this person who got away with it. Uh, you you yeah. don't kidnap and hold them captive, of course. But <laughs> no, that's not the that's there, not not the correct there's response. A lot of ambiguity, but you could yeah. see why he yeah. would be mad at her, sure. And clearly, like right. maybe he's gone <laughs> a little cra- crazy with grief or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this is when Alex is like, "We need to need to get out here and call the cops." Uh, but the girl starts pointing over and saying, "You know, look in the safe. Look in the safe. There's another safe in the basement. It's the same combination." Uh, at that moment, we hear very loud stomping upstairs right above them, and we see the blind man peer down the stairs with the gun and then climb down the ladder. So now he is in the basement with them, oh God. and you know that we're going to have a real, like, pretty good cat and mouse game down there pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex still gets the safe open, finds a, a very big set of keys with a lot of keys which you know is going to be stressful at one point <laughs> so with all stressful. this locks. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and he immediately starts trying to find the right key to unlock her. Uh, he does get her out. They uh, pull her off the bed and she can barely walk because you get the idea that her legs have kind of atrophied from laying there oh, for so long. So, oh, so she wasn't even like, oh, she was lying down. Oh, I don't like that. La, 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 la. Yeah, and she could move around, but I mean, from the way she was walking, it looks like there's clearly not a lot of like exercise going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the girl is uh, knows the basement, so she's leading them toward the cellar door. Uh, Alex jumps up to undo the bolt, but learns there's a padlock there. So uh. we get an, another shot of him trying to find keys uh. for this padlock. Uh, he finally finds it, unlocks the padlock, and the dude is uh, right there, of course, again, right as they open the cellar door. He's outside now, looking down in the <gasps> cellar door with a gun pointing it. At them. Oh no! Uh, and he shoots Alex's ear off. Oh! <laughs> he, because you know he's still going by sound, of course, so he's not a crack shot with that thing. Um, Alex falls back into the basement, and the dude is just sort of randomly shooting into the basement. Uh, Rocky and the girl—we learn her name is Cindy. Rocky and Cindy have retreated, and uh, Rocky is sort of crouched down and hiding and looking at Cindy, who's standing there. And then we realize that Cindy has been shot through the neck. And she falls <gasps> over dead. Oh, oh no. Oh, man. So she was not around for too long in this film. No. No. So I... blind man starts to come down the cellar doorsteps. Uh, Alex rolls out of the way and he and Rocky both kind of bolt from the room. He starts randomly firing again. It sounds and they freeze finally behind some shelving. And then he steps in uh, Cindy's blood and reaches down and realizes that he has killed her and is really upset. Yeah, he's like crying and holding her body. Whoa. Okay. Uh, he creeps back up, closes the cellar door, uh, destroys the padlock, like locks the padlock and destroys it with a screwdriver so they can't use the key anymore. Alex uh, whispers that they need to go back upstairs 
because now he has all the keys to the front door uh, and they decide to make a run for it, which I think is pretty smart because at this they point, can at, yeah, at least move really fast to try and get out of there. Yep. Uh, the guy, it makes noise. So the guy starts shooting in their direction again. And then this is when the blind man turns the power off and you get all that great silence Ooh. of the lammy yep. uh, in the dark, really creepy footage like this guy's eyes in with that black and white night vision effect looks really, really scary. Yeah, it really does. And Alex and Rocky split up at this point or kind of just scrambling to survive. Uh, Rocky decides to call out for Alex, which is very dumb. <laughs> uh, she gets shot at. And then we see these great Silence of the Lambs, these shots where they are both just very. I mean, did you two even see Silence of the Lambs? No, I have actually seen it. OK, so you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, I do. I, I don't know. Emily has not. I heard okay. about it. <laughs> a night vision shot of just like when your eyes. It's just like a lot of this. Like, when your eyes are you know, just looking past the camera. And yeah, yeah, it makes you look so helpless. Yeah. Yeah. It's very effective. And, and you know, the level, the field is level now because it shows them doing this and with a nice sort of juxtaposition show shots of ninja blind man just like really moving fast oh. through this area yeah. and feeling the yes. familiar touch points that he you know has mapped out yep. and then everyone in the basement sort of stops it's dead silent again uh, Rocky starts moving very slowly through the room instead of running around and she's walking between the shelving with her arms out like this right towards the fucking no. guy <laughs> and you're just waiting on her to like touch his body uh, unknowingly and it's like very unnerving and then I think right then Alex decides to call out hey Rocky <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. so very fortuitous the guy then again shoots in that direction and then is going toward uh, Alex so Rocky is safe for a moment um, and Alex is standing there kind of panting when all of a sudden and with a really nice jump scare the guy's arms shoot out between from the other side of the shelving like through the shelf and grabs him, puts the gun to the right up to Alex's temple, and pulls the trigger, and that's when the gun is out. Very tropey, but always effective. Yep. Oh, wowie. Uh, but he still is choking him out, so he's still, like, now he puts both his hands on him, through the shelving still. Alex um, kind of picks his feet up and pushes off on the opposite shelf backwards and knocks the whole shelving unit back on the blind man. Smart. Yeah. And th this stuff, like, is pretty believable. None of it was just like, oh, come on. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, it, yeah. it was all played out, like, you know, with, with some decent realism, I think. Yeah. So, the, the guy has shelving on t uh, top of him. So, they have a moment. Um, Alex calls out for Rocky. Uh, they manage to find each other, make their way toward the ladder, because they see a little light coming from up there. And they finally get out of the goddamn basement. Oh, thank Which God. Which is thank a, God. A, a temporary relief for like, yeah. the viewer. Like, they're not safe, but at least they're out of that basement. Mm. Alex uh, shoves a crowbar. And this is where the movie gets a little bit funny. He shoves the crowbar under the door to keep it shut. And the camera is on both of them in like a nice two shot. And they both freeze looking down the hallway. And Alex says, don't run. And then we reveal that that fucking Rottweiler. Oh, he's is, back. He's back. He's back. He's feeling good. He had a nice rest. He's in the hallway. Mm, he's ready to go. Oh, God. Growling at them. Alex hands Rocky the keys and says to go, like, start trying to unlock the door. And he's doing his best. You're a good boy. You are <laughs> oh, a good boy. Oh, man. 
and it's kind of working. Like he's got a good dog voice, and this Rottweiler is kind of. I mean, he doesn't fully like go comically nice, but he kind of just sits down for a second, and it seemed like it might be working. And then right then the the blind man starts banging on the basement door right there, which triggers the Rottweiler. Um, Alex bolts and uh, goes upstairs with the Rot. Oh, he grabs Rocky on the way because the front door is by the steps. And they both run upstairs with this Rottweiler chasing them. Oh, uh, no. Rocky has uh, left the keys in the in the doorway or in the door lock, by the way, which is key. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> so the dude comes out of the basement because he has knocked the crowbar out. Uh, they are upstairs and the angry, murderous blind man and this Rottweiler are now coming up the stairs after them. Oh, my them. God. <laughs> uh, the Rottweiler's up the stairs first, of course. And Alex and Rocky bolt into a room and shove a dresser in front of the door. Uh, try to get out the window, but realize there are bars on all the windows. Oh, my so God. So now they're trapped in this room. Uh, the guy comes up next and uh, goes to his bedroom and gets his gun from underneath his bed. Sure. Uh, Alex gets the alarm remote key fob and he's trying to push it, but he's not close enough to it because we've uh. established that he needs to be close. Hmm. And he says, you know, the system will call 911 if I hit the panic button. Um, the dude starts shooting into the room. Uh, through the door and bashing the door, trying to push that dresser over. Uh, Alex leans against the dresser and tells Rocky to climb into the ventilation duct, the HVAC vent, uh, which are like really big. And so we get uh, we do get our diehard moment, I guess. Yeah. yeah. With her kind of crawling through this duct. That one I've seen. There we go. Emily. <laughs> That's not so scary. <laughs> That's not so scary. Uh, so she's crawling through this old wooden ductwork. Uh, the dude manages, the blind man manages to shove his way through enough to where the dog gets in, lunges at Alex, and Alex falls through the window, which I guess the bars just came off or That's something. That's what I was That's like, really okay, explained. well, why does this window all of a sudden have no bars? Or maybe he was just pushed back with such force that the bars flew off? I think that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't show that happening, but uh, we do know there were bars there, so I guess they just came out pretty easily. Um, he falls from the second story and lands on that kitchen skylight and in a, a Jurassic Park 2 sort of yeah. way. It's just sort of laying there on the plate glass, <laughs> passed out, and you just hear it sort of cracking and creaking. And there's like a moment as he's like shoved out the window where you're like, oh, he's like outside. And then you see him like, oh, he's yes. about to be fall back, back inside. inside. <laughs> yeah. So uh, meanwhile, we have Rocky crawling through the ductwork. We get a nice shot uh, from above the skylight looking down past Alex. And Blind Man is directly under him in the kitchen. Uh, back to Rocky in the ductwork. Uh, she reaches sort of a... Not a dead end, but an open end where it looks like she can possibly, um, it goes down a couple Fall, of floors. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a, a quite a drop there. And no lie, that goddamn dog gets in the ductwork. <laughs> what? And crouching down is like running, crouching, and growling at her. <laughs> okay, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. It's pretty, I mean, he's pretty mad. Mm -hmm. That dog he's, is committed. He's very committed yeah. at this mm -hmm. point. So he's coming after her. She turns around and sees this uh, squatty Rottweiler coming, like, foaming <laughs> yeah. in her mouth. And right as he gets there and sort of, you know, snaps at her, she makes that leap, goes down a couple of flights and lands on, I guess, this sort of interior landing. Uh, and is, you know, she's pretty beat up at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the dude leaves the kitchen. And right as Alex gains consciousness, um... He realizes he's laying on this cracking 
skylight and he kind of rolls a little bit over on his back to where you think he might be safe and he looks up and all of a sudden the guy is above him in the window that he fell out of with a gun pointed at him oh what the hell uh, he shoots at him and hits the skylight glass. Oh, so boy. So now Alex is back in the locked house yep. again. Wow. This guy's one step ahead all the time. He is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ugh, no, no, no. <laughs> so uh, Alex gets up, gets that key fob, starts pressing it. Nothing happens. He tries to move closer to the alarm panel. And of course, the dude uh, comes uh, around the corner, starts shooting at him. Alex retreats into that rec room, laundry room, tool room. Oh, no. And hides right behind like Money's dead body kind of flops over next to him. So he's hiding next to Money. Uh, Didn't grab one of those tools for himself, did he? Well, you know what's coming. (laughs) You know, he sees the the hammers and things. Oh, no, 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 no. So uh, the guy stops in the hall, is kind of silently listening for a moment. And Alex makes a little bit of a grunting noise. And the guy very quickly comes back down. And as he enters the room with the gun, uh, Alex is standing there to the side and hammers his hand really nicely. Good hit. Ah. It's a good hit. And I had the subtitles on it. It actually said bone crunching. So (laughs) Don't like that. Yeah. Uh, So good for you, Alex. Once again, he's actually the only one that's doing anything effective. Um, But he's obviously not knocked out. He grabs Alex, uh, proceeds to just beat the shit out of him. And uh, try and choke him out again. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex hits him in the Ow, head with, with a, a bottle. with a hand. Yeah, with like, yeah, bones broken for sure. Uh, he hits him in the, Alex hits him in the head with a bottle, which helps for a second. The dude grabs a shovel, starts swinging it around, trying to hit him wherever he is. And with the shovel swinging, the guy accidentally turns on the washing machine, which starts just going, gung, 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 and starts rattling. And Alex realizes, like, all right, this is my chance. There's, like, sound happening. Some noise cover. Yeah. So he reaches for the gun on the floor. But right as he gets there, the guy turns the washing machine off, uh, tracks where Alex is, and jumps on him. And yeah. the gun is just out of his reach. Like, yeah. he's he's getting the shit kicked out of him. He's reaching for the gun. He finally manages to grab it, but the guy flings him backward and he drops the gun again. Mm. And Alex is in very bad shape at this point. And uh, the guy, the blind man, somehow finds the key fob, picks it up, uh, grabs some handheld like uh, hedge trimmers. Yeah, garden shears. Uh. Yeah, garden, like big, long garden shears. No. And he lifts them high above his head and jabs them and we get a close up of the shears going into uh, a, a chest. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, meanwhile, Rocky kind of comes uh, to, um, and we, we should note here, she still has this backpack full of money. Like, they show kind of a clear shot of right, that. Right, okay. Which is a very key thing. She's still got that million on her on her hip. Mm-hmm. And she's in really bad shape at this point and just kind of crawling forward in agony. Uh, she That was funny. I did voice to text, and you know, some of this stuff doesn't really come across. <laughs> yes. Uh, it says she finds event. E-V-E-N-T. She finds a vent. <laughs> a vent. A vent. That, uh, I was like, what event? Um, that leads to, the, and she like kicks it open and we see from the outside that it's like on the second floor, but you know, something that she could probably drop from and be okay. And she's finally going to get out. But of course the dude is right there. Like he always is. Grabs her from underneath, uh, from the roof ceiling below her and yanks her out that duct, grabs her, takes the backpack full of money, tosses it aside and now he's just punching her in the face oh, no. until she's almost passed out. 
and then he starts to choke her out. You think he's going to kill her. We see that sunlight has now coming through the window. So morning is broken. Um, He drops her. Blood is coming from her nose and it's sort of unclear what her status is at this point. Like, even is she alive or dead? We really don't know. Uh, But when she comes to she and this is where I see Sammy's face. This is, <laughs> no, this is where it, it just gets guys so are fucked gonna up. Not like it at all. <laughs> what? Oh, no. All right. So now she comes to and she is in the basement harness. Yep. Yep. And she is captive. And the yep. basement harness is she's wired to her her chest, like her front side. Uh, so like if he were to pull her up, it would pull her up. You know, with her facing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he if if he were to do it, <laughs> if he were, that would be what it would look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like in the in the in the Matrix when he gets pulled up by like that claw. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and the other thing we should point out here, which becomes clear on the wide shot, is that her legs are also harnessed. Uh, how would you describe that, Sammy? Oh, stir- like a stirrup. Yeah, mm. as if you were like at a gynecological appointment. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Whatever this, this is, is, is not going to be good. I don't. Henley has a saddest face right now. Everyone this is listening. not going to be good. <laughs> it's not. No, it's, it's not, not good. Be good. Okay, we can we can do it. We can. Oh get boy. Yeah, we can do it. Emily, we can. Emily, we can do it. You've gotten three worse. Uh, mm-hmm. or, yeah, this is pretty bad. <laughs> oh, no. So she wakes up and realizes what's going on, and she starts to freak the fuck out, of course. He's sitting there quietly in a chair. Uh, she's saying, please let me go, let me go. I understand why you did this. She killed your daughter uh, and got away with it, and I understand. Uh, just let me leave. I won't tell anybody. And then this guy finally starts talking. Like, he hasn't really said more than, like, a line or two in the yeah. whole movie. And he's got this creepy sort of craggly deep voice you like that. Me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, very nice. Is that going to be the uh, invitation <laughs> later? That's going to be the outro oh, for we'll, sure. We'll bookmark it. We'll bookmark yeah, it. Yeah, I think it has to be. Uh, so finally he says, you understand nothing. Only a parent could know the bond between a father and his child. So happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Again. Ah, Father's oh, Day God. movie. Oh, God. Uh, he says that she should have gone to prison, but rich girls don't go to jail. She says this is not going to bring your daughter back. Uh, he says, oh man, in one of the creepiest lines of the movie, he goes, that's not really true. He gets up, he goes over, uh, no, 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 to Cindy's dead body oh, oh. and says, she took my child away from me. So I thought the only fair thing was that she give me a new no! one. <laughs> oh, we all kind of knew maybe that was the direction oh. it was going in, but we didn't want it to be be true we didn't it's want it true. to be true it's, it's so unfortunately true. true i'm so sorry oh, I d- oh god my. i'm sorry to have god. to do this but it's so much fun seeing your faces oh when god. i listen to the show i just i can now picture this this is great uh so he says she was pregnant with my baby and you killed them both holy shit and the look on rocky's face is like she's a really great face actor yeah. she's just like it's really her eyes are and, uh, so big, just like full yeah. circles. <laughs> just yeah. And oh on her pupils, it God. said, "What the fuck?" What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, oh, and then shit. he turns to her and says, "You have to be held accountable." <gasps> oh. So uh, we cut back to the laundry room for a moment. Uh, we see 
a great reveal where we realize that he has actually stabbed money through the chest oh, with the Alex. garden shears. <laughs> great, great, great. Alex, Alex great. is alive. Alex is still alive. That's right. <laughs> and usually, like the still alive thing is so kind of dumb, but this one worked. It worked for me. for me too. I fully thought he he killed him yeah. in that earlier scene. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, this I'm surprised. And and I think it worked because he didn't pull the shears out of himself and you know say, well, good thing he missed the major organs. Like right. he actually stabbed another body, which was fully believable for mm-hmm. a blind man. And it makes it yeah that choice for him to hide in that room with him so smart. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah accidentally smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Alex, uh, has a slight advantage now because he's supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. is upstairs by himself on the main floor. He grabs that heavy hammer that crunched his arm and he starts slowly down the hall and guess who's there? The that dog? fucking dog. The dog. The dog. The dog. Damn it. He has the come dog. out of the ductwork. I somehow keep forgetting that there's a dog. <laughs> me too, me oh, too. Oh, the movie will never let you forget there's this a dog. Is, you actually want the dog to be dead in this situation. Yeah, this is usually, a rare case. Usually you don't want the dog to be dead, but now you do. So that Rottweiler is in the hall, coming after him again. He manages to get into another room and locks the door behind him. Uh, we're back in the basement, and we see that Cindy's body is now in some sort of container that is filling up with like an oozy kind of black liquid uh that i guess we presume is uh, the like dissolvy thing that they use it's like breaking it reminded me of breaking bad acid he's disposing of her body somehow yeah that's right uh so alex is now back at the front door trying all the keys on all the locks uh the blind man is in the basement and he lights up a camp stove like a little backpacking stove (laughs) burner and he puts a skillet on it and he here we are Sammy he reaches what? into the freezer and takes out a container and puts it in the skillet okay Rocky's saying please God no please God no the guy oh, says there is, no. there is no God what kind of God would allow this and he, to happen? he actually sounds like the vampire in 30 days of night no God he literally says no God and he's like no God, God. No God, just made me think of yeah. Thirty Days of Night. Danny yeah. Houston being a vampire, being oh, like, fuck. "No God, oh, yeah. no God." So good. Is it weird though that I'm like, I'm a little bit relieved about the way this is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a bit of a relief. I'm, a, a, I'm a, relief. a little. I'm like, okay, that so it could be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that's a little bit like makes more palatable. <laughs> I'm glad you guys feel that way. I did not feel that way in watching it. Really? Well, I'm not. I'm not. Happy, <laughs> so do you do you know what's coming? I I have a I have a guess. Okay. <laughs> do you, do you want to guess or should we just proceed? Is he can does he ha, is he warming up frozen semen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, he's not making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls her body up Fuck. off the, the mattress mm. so she's hanging there with her legs, you know, apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that he is not a rapist, uh, although he totally is. I don't think this he fully understands. This absolutely counts as rape. This yeah, is I a still, thousand percent yeah. rape. I don't think he yep. gets what that word means. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So he, I, I think he's trying to fool himself into thinking he's not. He's a pretty um, specific moral code. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very specific. Uh, boy, so Let's specific. Let's see what Judge Judy has to say about whether or not this is rape. I mean. Back after this. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, you know what's going to happen. He's going to inseminate her manually. Um, oh, he tells Rocky, "I never forced myself on her. I promised her I would set her free as soon as she gave me a child." 
again, happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. He goes over and gets some scissors and, like, cuts the crotch out of her pants. <laughs> oh, my God. We're seeing all the steps. Oh, God. I'd really hate to have to describe this. Um, He grabs the old turkey baster and uh, brings, sucks up, to my my eyes, a very large amount of semen. And there's a freaking pube in it. Thank you for saying that. I didn't want to have to say that. That was so gross. I was like gagging. And she is like screaming and screaming. But oh, and while he like has the scissors, he like snips them by her ear to be like, you got to stop wiggling around because I have like scissors out. So then she has to like freeze still because he's like, oh, my God, it's so horrible. And there's a there's a point where she says, you can't do this to him. And he says, there's nothing a man cannot do once he accepts there is no God. (laughs) Oh, oh my god. My god. I, forgot about that I line. did not I did not see this coming. I'm just going to say that horrifying. this movie took a turn. This movie took a turn. Yep. It took a yes. real hard left turn. Uh-huh. Oh man. And oh, he tell man, he tells oh, her to re- he says I can't remember the exact wording but he says like you're young, you'll breed well. Yeah. Ew. Oh Ew. god. Ew. Ew. It's oh. horrifying. Horrifying. And I will have to I will have to say like the, the shot of the pube as gratuitous as it is is really oh effective at yeah. just taking a 10 scene and to taking it to 11. <laughs> yeah. I mean once again, once again, it this is all it always 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 men. It's they're scary. They're so <laughs> scary. They're so bad. Yeah. Scariest thing well. Scariest thing. Even that line, there's nothing there's nothing a man yeah. can't do yeah. when he decides there's no God. It's like it is a horrifying well, line. Hey, pretty soon we will find out there's nothing a woman can't do because mm-hmm. something is coming your yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. What's coming? So she is appropriately freaking the fuck out as he approaches. He's carrying this turkey baster sort of down at his side, and like his semen is just dripping out of it oh, along the way. Gross. It's really gross. It's so gross. He approaches her and says, in nine months, I will give you your life back. Ah! And he takes the turkey baster and right as he goes to move toward her, she's kind of resigned herself to this, I think. Uh, We hear a crunch sound and blood splatters across her face. And Alex has hammered his head. Okay, (gasps) great, great, great. Thank God. Thank you, Alex. Turkey baster falls to the ground. Appreciate (laughs) you, Alex. Very clear shot of this turkey baster on the floor. Did Uh, not make contact. It did not make contact, folks. Yeah, no contact whatsoever. Ah! It's still full of his semen, which is very key. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Because we see this sort of slow motion sequence where Alex has, you know, clearly hit him on the hammer, but the guy's not completely out he's just like sort of groggy and can't do anything um rocky proceeds he frees rocky with the keys uh alex does she proceeds to start just kicking the shit out of this guy yeah and then (laughs) no shit she grabs this fucking turkey baster and jams it in his mouth and squeezes it and this (laughs) guy is literally choking on his own semen God, there's oh a lot of, God. lot of semen talk in this movie. A lot of semen Way talk. more than you would think Probably there would be. Probably more than you were so expecting. Much, well, much yes. more than I was expecting. Way more than I was So he's expecting. literally choking and gagging on it and spitting it out. <laughs> and it's really gross, but it's also kind of like, 
good for you. Yeah, yeah. that's like, that is how he should die. <laughs> yeah, and well, it doesn't kill him. <laughs> okay, well. He probably died a little bit inside. Yeah. But um, it, it's pretty great because she clearly has turned the tables and like, there's nothing a woman can't do once mm-hmm. she realizes there's no God. Like, yeah, you know, truly. It's like, I, oh, I mean, it, Sammy, it's your favorite thing in a movie when a a, a woman anyone but particularly a woman just goes i like when you reach a breaking point just yep. loses all yeah yep, and just fucks somebody up yeah which like yeah that would do it i would i would do anything to that man mm-hmm. and she says how does that taste oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> so at this point alex is even like what the fuck like can we yeah, just what go what's going on uh like i kind of get it but can we just get out of here um alex grabs the bag full of money uh, it's kind of a little smoother sailing from here on out, by the way. Like some things happen, but don't worry. That's the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Thank you. See, this is what a recap is so helpful for. Because <laughs> you get a like when you're watching it, no one's going to tell you that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, thank you're thinking, you. how much worse could it get? Uh, Rocky tells the guy he's going to rot in prison. Um, Alex is like, can we just call the cops now, please? Uh, but here's the thing. They still want to s- steal that money. And the guy says, you you got what you came just came for. Just take it. Get out of my house. And Alex points out, he's like, we have to make like a Sophie's choice here. He's trying to buy his freedom because if we leave with the money, we can't call the cops because we'll mm-hmm. be in trouble and on the hook for, you know, grand larceny. But if we leave the money, we can call the cops and he's trying to get us to leave with the money. And so they have to make he said it's basically it's either the money or that he points out to, to Rocky. So he lets her make the choice. He says, Rocky, this is your decision to make. And the next thing you see is them trying all the keys. So they've made their choice. Uh, They finally uh, find the keys that work. They've got the backpack. Just Mm -hmm. as Alex starts to open the door, a gunshot rings out and Alex hits the floor. No! Oh, is he dead? This time for real. This time he died. He's dead, dead. You can't. Yeah, like, why would he? Why is this guy going to let you go? He's not going to let you go. No. And why not? Like, well, I will say I missed one part. They did handcuff him because uh, you oh, would think, okay. why would they just leave him? They handcuffed yeah. him to the harness. But he it, knows how it, the harness works. It's I his guess harness. So. It just yeah. shows him sort of holding the system or the handcuffs. It doesn't really fuck, explain how he got out. Fuck, but fuck. You no, you hit him hard on the head. Yeah. Also, a, a bunch knock of times. Him, knock yeah. him out. Knock him the fuck out. Uh, so Rocky opens the door in full daylight and just bolts and she's running down the street. Mm. Uh, she's running down the middle of the street. For some reason, she stops at like 200 feet away, turns around. The guy is on the front porch and she just stands there and yells at him. You're worthless out here. Uh, instead oh, of just what? just going away. <laughs> Rocky, leave. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Rocky, leave. Uh, and guess who comes running out that door? <laughs> Our old friend, the Rottweiler. Mm. No! Again, I forgot there's a fucking dog! You always forget, and he always shows up. He's not worthless out there. No, he's not. So all of a sudden, he is chasing her through these vacant lots. She jumps over a fence. Uh, She, of course, stops to look back and see if the dog can jump over the fence instead of running and just (laughs) not stopping uh, running. She's not making good decisions. No, she's not. She Uh, hasn't the whole way, so that tracks. Yeah. It's like all the horror movie stuff is happening, you know, no yeah. good choices. Yeah. So she finally gets to Money's old Camaro, gets in. The Rottweiler catches up and grabs her, but she kicks it off, gets in the car, shuts the door. She's in the car safely. And with a very nice shot, 
she looks down and sees that backpack of money on the ground outside the car. (laughs) Uh, She realizes she has no car keys and freaks out. She's trapped in the car. Uh, and I don't know how she comes with, up with this plan this quickly, but, uh, <laughs> I guess cause the script said she did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she goes back, uh, lowers the back seat and crawls into the trunk. So now she's in the trunk, which okay. is the childhood stuff. She's got trunk tricks. Yeah. Trunk tricks. <laughs> uh, she gets like a ratchet strap and attaches it to the trunk latch. And you're not really sure what the hell she's doing at this point. Uh, she backs back up toward the front seat and then pops the trunk. So it opens up and she's holding like this long leash uh, that's attached to the trunk that is up. And uh, the dog, sure enough, comes around, uh, jumps into the trunk. She yanks the trunk shut and then kicks the back seat and latches that. So now the dog is stuck in the trunk. Okay. Okay. She made for a moment. She's being really intelligent about. She did because she got the trunk tricks, and now she has done to this dog what was done to her. And Um, trauma cycles repeat, right? (laughs) And this dog will pass it on to his puppies. That's right. (laughs) So she stumbles out of the car, grabs the backpack, and stands up. And he thinks, "Thank God, this is over." And of course, the dude is outside now. Uh, following the noise of his dog and starts coming at her very quickly. He grabs her, he punches her out, and then you see the shot of him dragging her down the middle of the street by the hair. That we saw in the very beginning. He takes her back into the goddamn house. No, again? No. (laughs) After all of this. No. Back into the house, knocks her out. She's barely conscious at this point. She looks over and see Alex on the floor. And starts kind of sobbing and saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she looks down, this is a little silly, and sees a ladybug on her thumb. Okay. Gives her strength. It gives her strength, Uh, folks. uh, It does. The motivation she needed. Mm -hmm. Her little Mm -hmm. friend. Her little friend. Uh, This ladybug takes uh, flight. The little wings pop open, flies away. Very symbolic. Uh, We get a nice rack focus on the alarm key fob on the floor beside her. Uh, she is right next to that alarm panel, finally. Woo! She pushes the button and sounds the alarm. And I guess because this guy has super strength hearing, he's just like, ah, and he's holding his ears yeah. in pain because it's hurting his ears. It's so loud, okay. yeah. Okay. He starts shooting around the house with a gun. She grabs a crowbar and it's kind of cool. Like she hits him and then runs away and he's shooting around and then she'll make another pass and hit him. Hmm. And it's just kind of oh, running around smart. the room. Like, she's not staying in one place, and she's just hitting him with this thing and whacking him. He's still shooting around the room. He shoots a picture of his daughter in the face. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very symbolic again. Mm -hmm. And then she hits him again. He falls through the basement door. And uh, remember, there are no stairs, so he falls all the way down. Oh, yeah. Lands on his back, and she's standing there above him looking at, uh, you know, what you think is his dead body and shuts the door. Because his gun goes off and like his own gun like shoots himself. And there's like a. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. There's like a little puddle of blood underneath him. So, yeah, she's like, oh, he's dead. Watching him like bleed out. But it shoots him in the side. It's like. All right. In his armpit armpit area. Yeah, that makes sense. So she grabs a backpack full of money. Uh, We hear sirens. She bolts across the street just as the cops pull in. And the next thing we see is uh, Rocky and her little sister, Diddy, uh, in what I guess is a train station. Yeah. Okay. uh, uh, Like a cafe in a train station. 
and a nearby TV is playing the news report of what happened. And according to the news, uh, we learned that this guy has lost his sight from a grenade in battle and combat. And two burglars broke into his home, attempting to rob him, brutally attacked him, and that the visually impaired man was able to defend himself, shooting and killing both of the attackers and is in stable condition and will be released from the Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, from the hospital. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the movies. Uh, Released from the hospital soon and did not report anything being stolen. And uh, that's it. We know the guy's alive. The last thing we see what? is her and her sister, little Diddy, making their way onto the train platform. Oh, dissolved Cindy's and body. And Weiler runs up through the train station. No. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this fucking dog. Oh well, my that God. dog's still locked in that car, I guess. That's the, um, one thing the dog didn't die. But that is the end. That is don't breathe. Yep. Wow. Holy shit. That's like the choice she made, right? That was the whole thing. It was like, you can either go to jail for what he's done or you can get a million bucks. Yeah. So, but it's crazy that it's crazy that he didn't say that they'd stolen a million. Someone had stolen a million dollars and there was a woman. Well, I think if they like went to a court case, then yeah, she would be able to say what he has done. He had this lady in the basement. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the cops didn't say on the news report, they didn't say. And there was also a weird uh, torture harness in the basement. (laughs) Yeah. Did they find that or did they not search the house that intensely? I think we're just not supposed to think about that. Especially because his his body would have been in the basement. Like right next to the harness. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Yeah. So that's it. I don't know what I'm going to watch the sequel, even though it's. Not yeah. good because I, I just got to know what yeah, else. I'm is, curious. What other hijinks he's up to? The sequel has him in it. Woo! He's like the star of the uh, yeah, sequel. Yeah, he's in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm kind of curious. I'll, I'll email you guys and report back. Yeah. yeah please. Let us know. Let us know. Wow. That was fucked up. That yeah. movie is fucked up. Wait. That was crazy. Sammy, you had seen it already? No. Once. This is you my first time. Yeah. Well, okay. What were your reactions while you were watching it? Okay. Well, I had actually read the script, which is not something I do normally. Okay. (laughs) But it was, and so I, I had more of a, well, no, I had big reactions both times, but yeah, the script was the first time and I was just horrified. Absolutely horrified. Cause also sometimes reading it can be worse kind of similar yeah. to how sometimes mm-hmm. i think when we recap it it's actually worse because worse. you just fill things in with your brain it can look however horrifying you want exactly. it to yeah i actually was just thinking about this because um we are gonna do evil dead too for sammy's bonus episode for her birthday awesome and her she asked us to watch it and i was watching it yesterday and i was like laughing out loud like it was yeah. so outrageous but i think yeah. hearing about it at all hearing about it would be worse hearing about it would be worse. hearing about evil dead one i i absolutely I hate, it. hate it and then it. yeah hate so it. i was watching this and i was like oh this it's is a what lot it funnier is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah very funny yeah very funny oh my god but sam raimi produced this so there is some sort of you know raimi-esque yeah yeah uh, connections shots and connections and uh i thought it was a good movie you know it's uh not an Academy Award winner, but it's a nice little cat and mouse thriller. Yeah. It's a good one to recap because the best ones to recap are ones that do have like a big twist like that. Like that's yes. Oh my God. Really I, so many insane. moments of this movie I would never, never have guessed. Yeah. That yeah. This yeah. is fucked up. It, like. Sorry, I had to talk about semen so much. <laughs> I know. We talked about it's it okay. so much. 
much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry you had to talk about semen so much. It has not been discussed nearly as much on any other episode. This might be the single yeah. most semen <laughs> film we've ever talked about. Yeah. The most semen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah, it was uh, very effective stuff. Oh my Holy God. shit. Chuck, thank you so much. That was amazing. You were a very good storyteller. Thank you. This was so much fun. I was riveted. Mm-hmm. And happy <laughs> Father's Day to everybody and out happy there. Happy Father's Day to the dads out there. I need to go hang out with my seven-year-old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Real, uh, real Father's Day film. <laughs> mm-hmm. So crazy. Wowie, wow. Um, all right, well, shall we sign it off with the with the growly voice? I think we know what's coming. <clears throat> yeah, you talk. Oh, oh she's I'm trying I'm trying to scratch it up. I'm trying to scratch it up. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to do it. Okay. From all of us here at Goodbye. 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 Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>